This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Catch the Pulse this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time, folks. And that's out there Pacific, of course, time. I think I said Eastern, didn't I? Pacific time. This week on the program, Marcy, Marcy Yale, National President of the Alliance for the Equality of Blind Canadians, and Keenan Weller, co-leader of Live Work Play, preview the 6th Annual International Day of Persons with Disabilities Conference, scheduled for December 3rd. That's The Pulse this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time here on AMI-audio, available off of your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. Ramya Mubin, Kelly McDonald, host of the show. Let's get into our regional content report. We're checking in Wednesdays and Fridays with our colleagues. Ryan Dillahunty is here. He's our content development specialist in Halifax. And Ryan, we got something special today because... It's a gift idea list for book lovers, which is amazing. So these all come from authors with disabilities in Atlantic Canada. So I'm very excited to dig into the list and, of course, the stories behind the choices as well. Can we start with the joke book from a seven-year-old boy in New Brunswick that was written to spread joy and autism awareness? These books over the last month or two and thought, uh, what a great uh, opportunity to maybe uh, get them in some uh, stockings and under the tree for some people. Yeah. And uh, you can get these wherever you are in Canada, but they all originate here in Atlantic Canada. So the joke book is by uh, Stalin Venator, apologies if I mispronounced that, who is a seven-year-old in Oromocto whose favorite hobby is to make others laugh. And uh, when he wasn't quite two years old, he was initially diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. And though he doesn't speak, he's always been known as a trickster in the family, playing practical jokes on siblings, parents, uh, therapists, etc. So over the past two years, Stalin has gotten in the habit of using his iPad to communicate jokes on Facebook each week. His mother had also started a blog called Stalin's Way to share the family's journey with Stalin as his life progressed with autism and the health issues that came alongside the condition. They found humor was a great way to connect with people, and the blog has attracted people from around the world, including Australia, the UK, the US, uh, who often send Stalin jokes and then tune in each week to hear him tell them. And uh, he's very much into it, practicing all week, uh, ready to nail the punchlines. Uh, so they decided to publish a joke book titled Jokes Are For Everyone to spread awareness about his condition and share some of his favorite puns. And uh, Stalin is said to have helped with every aspect of the book's development, from choosing the color of the book and the art graphics inside. Wow. Oh, I think that's just amazing. And I, I think whether you're delivering jokes or whether you're retaining them, which is something I have trouble with doing, um, it, it makes it so much fun and making people laugh, making people happy, especially when you're trying to promote awareness and, and maybe do a little fundraising at the same time, Ryan. Beautiful. Where can folks find the book? So uh, it's uh, Jokes Are For Everyone from Stalin's Way. Uh, on Amazon, I think they're selling the large print paperback for about $7.26. 
or three fifty nine for the Kindle edition. And then the easiest way to find it beyond Amazon is to visit their website, stalensway.com. So that's S-T-A-L-E-N-S-W-A-Y.com or facebook.com slash stalensway. Okay, amazing. So next on the list is a cookbook from New Brunswick that preserves recipes uh, and stories as well from people with dementia. I'm really loving the idea of this. Yeah, this one's really cool. Uh, Very appropriately titled Memories from the Kitchen. It's a special collection of recipes and memoirs, or sorry, memories from people living with dementia, their care partners, and members of the community. Uh, This is the latest holiday campaign from the Alzheimer's Society, who always try to do something special for their clients and the community at large. And uh, they wanted to celebrate family gatherings, creating memories. Uh, So Marie-Paul LeBlanc, a self-proclaimed foodie and the philanthropy coordinator for the Alzheimer's Society of New Brunswick, uh, thought that a cookbook was the perfect way to preserve those cherished memories. They reached out to the community for submissions, and most of the recipes have notes from the families or caregivers sharing the stories behind the dishes. LeBlanc said they worked hard designing the book to be very dementia-friendly, and that dementia-friendly tips for the kitchen are also included. And with over 12,000 New Brunswickers living with Alzheimer's or another form of dementia, uh, they really found almost everyone in the province and beyond uh, is really touched and affected by the disease. And so by purchasing memories from the kitchen, you're helping to ensure support is available to them and that they don't, do not have to face the dementia journey alone. So the book is available on their website with each purchase of the $20 book going to support the Alzheimer's Society of New Brunswick. And you can find that book and some of their other offerings uh, website, www.asnbstore.ca. So wow. Autism Soci- Alzheimer's Society New Brunswick Store. Since it's such great contributions from people and something like this. And, you know, again, we always worry, Ryan, about, hey, that recipe that I really wish I had got off mom or, mm-hmm. or dad. Like, you know, you, you don't want them lost. And these are people who would attest to being able to, man, it'd be nice to pass certain things on. And everybody thinks about that, that I, I don't want to lose out. And what better way is some of these these gems that would be in a recipe book like this? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely have those same thoughts with uh, my Nona and how unique her lasagna and a lot of her other recipes are. So I know yeah. my uh, my mom's put a lot of effort into, she can't quite do them the same way. There's some creative substitutions. Chicken hearts are hard to find these days, I guess. But uh, it is it is so important. It means so much to, to the family. That's amazing. It really is. And and you want so much of this stuff so preserved. And what a great way to, to raise money and definitely to promote, again, awareness. So our final book is from a woman in Toronto, Nova Scotia, who used eye gaze technology to write a memoir about living with ALS. What can you tell us about this one, Ryan? Uh, This one was written up in the Halifax Examiner locally, so there's a lot more detail there. Uh, But basically, back in September, uh, Angela Parker Brown, a 50-year-old single mother with ALS, hosted an official book launch event from the front lawn of her home, which is located on the island, which is one of three historic Black communities in Truro. The book is called Writing With My Eyes, Staying Alive While Dying. In the book's intro, Parker Brown explains how she uses both an eye-gazing program and device uh, to communicate and write with her eyes. Um, The book, Writing With My Eyes, was published by Pottersfield Press, whose publisher, Leslie Choice, 
um, taught Parker Brown English in the transition year program at Dalhousie University decades earlier. Uh, he's quite famous as a local surf poet uh, and a beloved uh, professor at Dal. And so Choice had told the Halifax Examiner, uh, she sent this thing and it was a beautiful manuscript, very, very spirited, powerful book. And given the circumstances, we sort of got right on it and decided to publish it. And so you can find the book uh, by visiting the publisher online, which is uh, Pottersfield Press. Dot com uh, or check out Nimbus Publishing. So that's N-I-M-B-U-S dot C-A. Uh, books available, you know, sort of direct from the publisher distributor on those websites, or uh, you can find it on Amazon or with your local bookstore as well. Check with them. Fantastic. Such oh. an go, go ahead, intimate, Ron. I was just going to say, you know, anybody who writes a book, their story specifically, and then publishes out. It's so intimate. It's such an intimate journey that you're taking along with this person. And um, honestly, in in this scenario, I feel like it's double. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's so powerful to think that this person said, I'm going to take this opportunity to write and to share that with people, to share my journey and um, everything that's going on. And in the approach of it too, right? Like, I'm 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 so yeah, speechless I think at, a lot of, at how much goes into it. Oh yeah, and I think you know for a lot of authors, aspiring authors, it's easy to get discouraged and to kind of abandon the project, yes. and so to have to uh, you know take those extra steps and work through those barriers, you know, it definitely speaks a lot to uh, you know determination and the importance of getting that story shared. So it's uh, you know great to see it's come to fruition, and you know people can uh, take part in it wrap it up for under the tree as well and share it with, uh, I think a lot of people that would really appreciate, uh, you know, the stories involved. Yeah. Not only are we learning about the person's story, but we're learning about the process and how it was done, what it took to actually write this book. Uh, yeah. Like, wow, this list has been incredible. So thank you so much for sharing all that with us. But one more thing, if we can squeeze it in uh, with the few moments that we have, can you highlight the holiday musical coming up in Halifax with live description for the blind and partially sighted community. So last update I'd heard on this as of late last week, uh, Neptune Theater's Elf the Musical still had about 20 seats available specifically for the blind and partially sighted community. Of course, based nice. on the 2003 film with Will Ferrell and James Caan, Elf the Musical's The Story of Buddy. Probably don't need to recap the plot beyond there, but I think everybody's in for a good time. And so the uh, this performance is coming up on December 16th at 7.30 p.m. at uh, Neptune Theater, our primary you know, theater company in Halifax, and will feature live audio description from Cat Germain. And they do ask that when ordering your ticket, you identify that you wish to have the audio description and also encourage people uh, wanting the description to arrive at the performance at least 45 minutes early to ensure you get the full stage description, which they offer before the production starts. And if you have an Easter Seals access card, you will have your guide enter free of charge as well. And so uh, you can find them online. Probably the easier way to do this, especially to uh, earmark that uh, described ticket, would be to call Neptune directly at 902-429-7070. And uh, the tickets are the standard prices, depending on your seat, ranging from about $45 to $90. Fantastic. We covered so much today, Ryan. Thank you so much for your time and for digging up all this info for us. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully I'll uh, see you both soon. Yep.
You will. Ryan Dillahunty, our content development specialist in Halifax, giving us, well, well, starting off with that list of three incredible books to check out by authors with disabilities and then the play if you have it. What a fantastic list. And yeah, really incredible and such amazing work. So folks, you may want to get those under your Christmas tree or someone else's for sure. Up next in the following hour here on Kelly and Company, we chat with a dancer and choreographer, Alexandra Spicy Lande, telling us about Inward, a unique dance experience taking place this Friday and Saturday at the Harbour Front, Front Theatre in Toronto. Plus, Mary Mamaliti brings us her holiday food guide, foodie guide. And up next, Bill Shackleton. He joins us for the Wednesday edition of The Buzz. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.